0: What a joy to be here today, this uh, place of pilgrimage. It's a place of peace. We have a peaceful and prayerful liturgy today in stark contrast to a wedding that I celebrated yesterday, which was very chaotic. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't too chaotic, but it was uh, very stressful. And so I feel the peace of this place, the peace where we come to pray. Um, I love the readings today that God provided for us uh for this this little mini retreat this pilgrimage moment of prayer and we have this letter of saint paul to timothy where he has these beautiful words that he says to timothy jesus christ came into the world to save sinners of whom i am the foremost but for that very reason i received mercy so that jesus might display the utmost patience making me an example to those who had come to believe in him for eternal life. Okay, so I want to unpack that a little bit and reflect on this beautiful message that St. Uh, that Paul gives to us. St. Paul has a great example of Christian humility, of the humility of realizing what a sinner I am and the great need that I have for God's mercy and what a great gift it is to have received God's mercy. Um, I think that's very beautiful. It reminds me of a book that I'm reading, Quo Vadis. Has anyone heard of the book, Quo Vadis? It's, um, Quo Vadis is the phrase, it means, where are you going? In in the the legend or the story of St. Peter and his crucifixion, his death, his martyrdom. Um, supposedly St. Peter was leaving Rome at the time when he should have been put to death and Jesus appeared to him on the way and said to him, where are you going? Peter realized what he was doing and, and that Christ was calling him to be martyred for him and turned around and went back into Rome to be martyred for him. So anyway, the story of is a, is a novel written by a Polish author and it has been made into a movie back in the 50s, classic, one of those old movies where everything's really slow. <laughs> After watching today's modern movies, you watch those, those old movies and it's like, wow, I can't believe people have the patience to, to watch this. But it's beautiful at the same time and it's a beautiful story. Um, it's kind of a love story, but it's about these, the, the early Christians and, uh, and a Roman soldier who falls in love with a Christian. And, um, and how it's at the time of the Emperor Nero and the persecution of the Christians that breaks out. So the, the persecution breaks out because of the burning of Rome, which uh, I think it's historically debated whether the emperor actually caused the burning of Rome. Uh, but in the book, it's presented as if it was him who did it. Right, and he decides to persecute the, the Christians because he wants someone to blame for the burning of Rome. He says the Christians were the ones who lit the fires. The Christians were the ones who who burnt down Rome. So we need to kill them all. So he stages this huge this huge persecution. So at the moment when Rome is burning, the lead character Marcus Vinicius, who's who's this soldier who has over time become a Christian because he fell in love with this with this uh, Christian woman. Um, He's he's trying to find her so that he can save her, and he gets stuck in this burning city with flames everywhere. And and he uh, he at one point he he like just barely escapes and he like collapses because of the smoke. And he gets picked up by somebody and given some water to drink. And and the whole time he's been running through Rome, he's seen people killing each other and people fighting over things and people looting. And he's like, everyone's just out to get everybody and everyone's out to defend themselves and try and save themselves. And then all of a sudden there's someone giving him a drink of water. He's like, who are you? And, and they say, uh, well we're here to help you. And he, he intuits that they're Christians. So he says, praise be Jesus Christ. And then they all confess to him that they're Christians, right? Because they have to kind of keep it secret. So it's beautiful. He gets into this Christian community while Rome is burning. And there's this one, there's one uh, priest who's this fiery preacher. And he's there preaching doomsday to everyone. He's saying this is the end of time get ready repent from your sins woe to you who have not repented and he's and he's uh scaring everyone all of everyone is listening to him all the other christians are getting scared because they they start to think oh no we're not worthy we're sinners and and we've done things that are wrong and we're going to die in our sins because of his preaching and then in the midst of this scene where this fiery preacher is scaring everybody uh you hear another voice. Someone walks into the room and says, Peace be with you. It was the voice of Peter, the apostle. Still alive, right? He's already appeared at different moments in the book. And uh, he says, Why are you troubled in heart? Who of you can tell what will happen before he comes? The Lord has punished Babylon with fire, but his mercy will be on those whom baptism has purified. And you whose sins are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb will die with his name on your lips. Peace be with you. And the author says this, after the terrible and merciless words of Crispus, the other priest, those of Peter fell like a bomb on all present. Instead of fear of God, the love of God took possession of their spirits. I love this presentation of the juxtaposition between uh, two interpretations of the evil events of their time. They've got this evil emperor who decides to burn down his city just for fun, who's torturing people. And uh, one man interprets it as being like doom and wrath and fear. And it seems at first to be a Christian interpretation. But when Peter comes in, he corrects it. He says, You have put your faith in God. You've been baptized. You've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Your attitude should not be fear, it should be trust in his mercy. And that is uh, that is what we see in St. Paul in this letter to Timothy today St. Paul who knows that he is the first who is unworthy of God's love and of his salvation Because of the way he persecuted the Christians before and yet he's so confident in God's mercy and God's love I think that all of us need to embrace that our Christian community is not like a club for people who are super super good super holy or super righteous People who have it all together—it's not exclusively for the perfect. It's—it's—it's um, it's, it's more like uh, a community with open doors for people who have had their lives messed up, people who are repentant, who are converted, who have turned their hearts to God, but who can trust in Him because of His because of His love, because of His sacrifice, because of what He did for us. We all have known God's mercy in our lives. We have to be like St. Paul, who doesn't lose sight of that, who doesn't start to forget that once he was a sinner in need of God's mercy and he received God's mercy. And and we need to keep that in mind. I too am a sinner who's in need of God's mercy. He forgave me in spite of my sins. He has loved me. He has chosen me. He has made me his apostle. I think in in Regan Christi, in our community, where We focus so much on being apostles and forming apostles and going out into the world we need to see ourselves as apostles who have been forgiven and loved by christ apostles who have experienced his mercy we have something to tell the world because we've experienced it we have a message for sinners out there out there in the world because we've experienced his mercy like saint paul the great apostle the one who spent his life spreading the good news who spent his life telling other people about it why because he first received mercy.